Praise the Lord. All right, let, let's let's get into it. You know, I like to start out with some stories about my kids because they don't pay any bills, so I gotta <laughs> gotta use them. Uh, you know, gotta use them. So, um, uh, the little one, my, my baby boy, he has this Nintendo Switch, and it is it's been a blessing from heaven. Well, it really came from his grandma, but you know, heaven, grandma, and it, you know how it works. You know, it's, uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, I feel good. It's the 1045, you know what I mean? So we, we got the bugs out and, and the nine, so it's good. Um, came from grandma to him, and, um, you know, so something that he can play, it keeps him busy. Uh, when you're tired, it keeps him quiet. And so, um, you know, you, you just reach on to the back seat and you give it to him. Here's your Nintendo, son. You can play it as long as you want. So, um, and so, but he's playing, and, and sometimes when he's playing, and we've all been caught here, stuck in this this place playing video games, he'll get to this level that he can't beat, or he can't get over. You know, he doesn't understand how to get over it, and and he really gets angry about it. Like he begins to yell at it, and and calls it all kinds of unchristian names, and. I'm like, who is this child of mine? I thought you were saved, <laughs> baptized in the name of Jesus. And, um, and then, you know, he, he's, it's not a habit, but from time to time, he'll slap it. <clears throat> and I'm like, whoa, you need, to, you need to calm down. And his brother is sitting right next to him, always offering him, like, help. Like, I can, bro, like, don't get mad. I can, I can help you with that. You know what I mean? Like, I'm right here. Like, I beat the game five times. Like, I can, I can help you with that. And I think, I think we get caught in that trap, just like Judah, many of us, in our faith, in our life, in our walk with God, um, just in life in general. I think we get, we get caught in the trap of just, just struggling. Yeah. And, and we all struggle. And uh, the simple fact is this, is that, number one, um, at times, life is just too hard. Life is too hard. Right. Like, like these levels are too hard, um, be it relational, be it financial, life can become very, very hard. And, and granted, you've survived hard times. I mean, you're here, you're breathing, you're alive. Right. You've survived it, but it doesn't mean that you, you came out of it the, the best way possible, right? You, you survived, you made it through, and and that's awesome. But I think, and, and if I can help us kind of frame our thoughts around hard times, I think the next time you enter a hard time, or if you're in a hard time right now, you need to, to learn to make that hard time pay, nice. like pay you by gaining something from it. That's good. That's good. So like, don't just, don't just survive through it or roll through it or, or, or just hope that as time goes on, you, you overcome it. Like, like be intentional about learning something, learning something about it. And I think, though, I think the reason it's so hard is because, number two, you can write this down. Number two is we can admit that I don't have the answer. I don't have the answer. It's tough. It's hard. I've never been here. I I just fought a battle, survived it, and now I'm back into the next one. And and I don't have the answer. And, um, but what I love about God is, is that he loves us so much that he's put people in our lives who do have the wisdom to help us navigate the season that we're in, to help us. It may not even be a season. It could be a day. 
It could be an, e- how do I get through this evening? How, how do I get through this week? I just had a big argument with my spouse. How do I get, how, how do I work this out? But God loves us so much that he's given us people in our lives and around us that we're really not accessing to help guide us through. It's just like Judah struggling and Jay is right there. Right? And, and all Judah has to do is like open up and say, like, here's, here's my issue. Yeah. Right? Like, here's what I'm struggling with. Yeah. Here, here's my problem. Can you help me level up? Wow. And, then, and then Jay takes it, does his thing, teach him through it, coach him through it, and, and then gives it back to him. And um, that's what you call wise counsel. Someone say wise counsel. Wise counsel. We, 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 we need wise counsel in our lives. We need, I'll tell you why. And, and you, can, you can see there's so much in Genesis. I've been on Genesis 1 for weeks. Just, just, break, just there are layers to Genesis 1. And a lot, God did a lot in, in creation. Uh, I'll tell you why you need wise counsel. You need wise counsel because God built you to be codependent. I know you don't like that. God built within you the need, here it is, for others. Not just for him. Let's not get too deep. Not, let's not get too spiritual about this. Like, I don't need nobody but God. That's not even how God operates. That's not how God operates. Like, that, that's an excuse not to humble ourselves. Come on, that's fine. Yeah, that's an excuse. I'm just, no, chill. You're being too deep. God has placed people in your life. Yes. Remember last week we said, um, um, you just, you don't know it all. I don't know it all. And I need to come to a place where I admit that there are people who are better and further along than me. Yes. And he built that, right? So when he created Adam, Adam wasn't going to produce another child until Eve came along. He couldn't produce a child within himself. And that's in every area of your life. There's this built-in need to partner with people, to produce, to get to the next, to get to the next level. Let's let's define wise counsel. Okay, wise counsel is this: to give clear direction on the best way forward. To give clear direction on the best way forward. So this is my struggle. Now give me direction. All right, let, 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 let's, let's go to this story. Um, Moses was raised up by God to deliver God's people out of Egyptian slavery, over 2 million people. And, and so he's done that. God has taken them through the Red Sea on dry ground. The Egyptians were pursuing them, trying to catch them and bring them back into slavery. And the water, y'all, many of y'all have heard this, <clears throat> the water closed on them. And even to this day, you can go to the Red Sea and see pictures and everything. And there are chariots. It's so cool. Well, it's not cool for the Egyptians, but it's just cool to see <laughs> that, that there are chariots right there right now. That actually happened. And um, so, so they, they've made it into the wilderness, which was supposed to be an 11-day journey to the promised land. And I believe that we all have a promised land. What I like to call it is a spiritual portion of peace, a spiritual portion of your God-ordained purpose. Right. But there are also physical manifestations of the portion that God has set apart for you in this world. We all have a promised land that God has promised you. It was only supposed to be an 11 day journey, but it turned into 40 years. Wow. 
because of a lack of faith, because of complaining and bitterness and bickering. All these things we all struggle with. Well, we make our journey longer than what it should be. But, but, but Moses is setting up as judge. Someone say one. one. Just one person leading two million people. He's setting himself up as judge to hear their cases. Thousands a day. And so Moses is visited by his father-in-law, Jethro, who he worked for for 40 years. And if anyone knows Moses' weaknesses, it's Jethro. It's, it's his dad. It's his father-in-law. And so Jethro brings his son and his wife. And Moses like, Dad, like we, oh my God, God is amazing. And they have a meal. And then Moses goes to work the next day. And, and we're going to enter into the story. Here it is. Exodus 18, 13 says this. The next day, Moses took his seat to hear the people's disputes against each other. They waited before him from morning till evening. When Moses' father-in-law saw all that Moses was doing for the people, he asked, what are you really accomplishing here? What are you doing? Why are you trying to do all this alone while everyone stands around you from morning till evening? You can just see Moses like standing there or in a seat just like next. Well, he slapped me. Well, he stole this. Well, she did that. Well, she did that. Well, my husband cheated. Well, me. Next. I don't get algebra, Moses. I don't get math. I don't get geometry, Moses. Next. My baby won't walk. He's, he's a year and a half old. He won't even walk. He won't stand. Next. Wearing the past, I mean, wearing Moses out. Bad leadership. Like, de delegate that junk. Get it. Anyway, I'm getting into leadership teaching. Get it off. Why are, you, why are you doing this? Moses replied, here it is, verse 15. Because the people come to me to get ruling from God. When a dispute arises, they come to me, and I'm the one who settles the case between the quarreling parties. I inform the people of God's decrees and give them his instructions. Jethro, this is not good. This ain't good. It's too hard for you. You're going to wear yourself out and the people too. This job is too heavy a burden for you to handle all by yourself. Moses is in need of counsel. And I want to give you three consequences of, for a lack of wise counsel. Go ahead and write these down. Three consequences for a lack of clear direction on the best way forward. Number one, the same problems. You're going to have the same problems. And some of us, we got daily issues. We have weekly. We have monthly. We have annual issues that just continue to revolve and those problems can become demoralizing, discouraging. And instead of having a thriving mentality, we can get stuck in a survival mode. Right, right, right. right? And so Moses is trying to just survive. And guess what? He's not giving his best counsel to the next case because he's so worn out. And it's just the same problems in life when there's a lack of wise counsel. Number two, unfulfilled potential. 
I'm trying to get this into my boys right now. Even the six-year-old right now, you need to listen to your coach, to your teachers, to to us. Trying to get this, my 12-year-old, he's growing in it now and trying to, why? Because they're, all of you, everyone in this room is destined for greatness. There's a God-given greatness that he built into you at the moment you were conceived. The Bible says that I knew you before you were born, which meant, come on, we can put our hands in. He, he knew you. He knew you. My, my, my baby asked me this all the time. He said, why, why can't I remember anything about heaven? And, and I, I tell him, I say, well, because you were in the mind of God. And, and your existence had a, had, a, had a starting date to it. Right? But he knew you. He designed you to impact the world. He, he designed you to be blessed. He designed you to prosper. He designed you to be different. He knew you before mom and dad got together. He knew you. He knew what he wanted you to do. And you're destined for greatness. But when there's a lack of feedback and wise counsel in your life, you, you're not having anyone pull that greatness out. And so, so hold on, hold on. Moses has delivered them. But, but there's much more to his greatness than just delivering them. And so Jethro is there to say, this ain't good. Let me pull back the leadership potential. Let me pull that out of you that, that's in you. Number three, the third consequence, no progress. Stagnant. Stuck. I was talking to a young man a few weeks back, and, and he said, I feel like I'm getting older in age. And he's in his mid-twenties. Yet I'm not growing in wisdom. And I'll give, you, I'll give you some clues as to whether you're growing in wisdom. You may be growing older in age. I'll give you some clues to, to if you're hitting a, a wall in your wisdom. Here it is. If you're 25 and you're still laughing at the same jokes you're laughing at when you're in high school. You're not growing in wisdom. Junk ain't funny no more. You're not growing in wisdom if you're not. The club was cool when you were 16, when you were 20, when you were 21. When, but when you met the Lord, club ain't cool no more. You're, you're, grow, you're growing in age. Here it is. You're growing in age, That's right. but you're not moving forward in the best way. No progress. Stagnant. Exodus 18, 19 says this. Now listen. Ooh, that, that, oh, here it is. These four words right here. Bless your life. Now listen to me. Stop right there. <laughs> you, you need people in your life that can just come on in. Come on. Come on. And, and, and we're, we're not going to sugarcoat it. We're not going to placate to your emotions. We ain't going to tell you all that. Listen to me. You know I love you. That's right. That's right. That's it. But I'm going to tell you right now, you're tripping. Yes. You need that. Millennials don't want to hear that. Gen Zers don't want to hear that. But you need someone in your life that says, listen. You're wrong, there's grace, and God has a better way 
for your life. Now, now listen, listen to me. Here it is. It says this here. Uh, uh, let me give you a word of advice and may God be with you. Skip down to verse 24. I love it. Moses is a wise man. It says this here. Moses listened to his father-in-law's advice and follow his suggestions. Real quick so we can go home. Let me give you five benefits of wise counsel. Five benefits of wise counsel. Y'all ready? All right, number one, support. 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 Like, when you get wise counsel and you all have experienced this, you feel like someone understands. Like, like you, I can't go to mom and dad about that because, you know, I know they're saying the right thing, but I just don't want to hear it, you know? <laughs> like, but you, you understand me. You know, you, you feel like someone understands. They're listening. And what I'll tell you this, there's nothing like wise counsel from people you look up to. Like, like there's something there that just in, in the spiritual realm, you feel like when you get counsel from them, like your life elevates. Right? It's different like when you're getting counsel from under. Like my kids will say like, uh, we should get uh, Rita's or um, Cold Stone and um, Jimmy Cones, right? That's peer to peer. That's me and you. <laughs> but like they, they, they'll say, like, that's wise counsel for daddy's taste buds. Like, yeah. Or, or, or like when my, um, when my oldest son says, like, you're the greatest preacher in the world. I'm like, give me some more of that wise counsel. <laughs> give me that. Mm. You're storing up cool points for Christmas and your birthday. Give, give me more of that. I need that. It's building me up. Like, peer-to-peer is cool, you know, but, but there's something supernatural about a Jethro to a Moses. Like, a woman or a man that you look up to and you're able to get close to, and it's like, I've been wanting to hear this from you. I've needed this. So, support. Number two, the second benefit of wise counsel is number two, clarity. And you need to find these mentors. You need to find these people. Clarity. W- women, you, you need to, I don't know if the deadline is there, but flourishing mentorship. Uh, come, let's celebrate that one time, guys. Come on. Flourishing mentorship. Going to be awesome. My wife had a lot of great phone calls with uh, mentors of, of this semester, and I was able to hear a few of those, and, and uh, just going to be a great, strong semester. For anyone who's going to be a mentee, you, you girls are in great hands. You ladies are in great hands. It's going to be a phenomenal semester. Clarity. All right, Proverbs twenty eight twenty six. Whoever trusts in his own mind is a fool, but he who walks in wisdom will be delivered. Whoever walks, that word there, walks means whoever lives Meaning you, you need uh, seasonal feedback. You, you need some seasonal input from someone who's wiser. And you walk in it, and the Bible gives you an equation, Chuck. You, you're, you'll be delivered out of every season. You'll be set free out of every season. Why? Because when life gets too hard, and, and, and we, we just zone into our own minds, right? right. Things become foggy. Yes. Like, like we're, try- I don't know. I, let me try to illustrate this. This is how it goes with me. I don't know about you, but um, I'll be in a tough spot and I'm trying to think through every solution. Yeah. And it just feels like my brain is bouncing off the inside of my skull just, and you, you, you can't find it. Right. But, but, but when, when I get that counsel, yes. like wise counsel, here it is. 
teaches you how to navigate the fog. It it teaches you how to, because some of y'all like to speed through hard times. When it's foggy, that's dangerous. Wise counsel teaches you how to, how to navigate and you don't want to get caught in your own thoughts. Here it is. Don't, don't hold on to your thoughts for too long. Just, it says those who trust in their own thoughts is a fool. Those who walk in wisdom will be delivered. So that, that clarity, like you get that counsel and it's, wow, there it is. Well, I didn't, I didn't even know that was an option. You get that clarity? So if I break up with this person, there is someone else for me, right? But, but sometimes you need someone that you respect to tell you like, they're not the end all be all of your life, right? You, you need, you need that clarity. Number three, third benefit, momentum, momentum. Wise counsel gets the ball moving in your life. This addresses the no progress. I love that word momentum. It might be my word for next year. Momentum. You know, when something has momentum, you you can't stop it. Um, Just momentum. Jesus here. I love this story. Luke five says this stepping into one of the boats. Jesus asked Simon, his owner, he said, push it out into the water. So he sat in the boat and taught the crowds from there. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, now here it is. Here's some wise counsel. Now go out where it is deeper and let down your nets to catch some fish. Here it is. Watch. Master Simon replied, we've worked hard all last night and didn't catch a thing. We've been stuck. Because we've been doing the same thing. And, And there's no, we work hard. We've been doing it our way. And we're stuck. You've been doing relationships your way. You've been doing your finances your way. You've been doing your spiritual walk your way. And and you're stuck. Christ has given the counsel. And he didn't do any magic hocus pocus stuff. He's just giving them some practical advice. Because a lot of people read this and say, well, Jesus created the fish. When they did it, he did it. No, no. Like, he he just gave some practical advice, right? And says this here. But we didn't catch a thing. But here it is. If you say so, open heart, open mind, I'll let the nets down again. And this time, someone say this time, time. their nets were so full of fish that they began to tear. Come put your hands together for that. God's word. And this is the deal. Life can become stagnant. But... It's, it's the wise counsel that breaks you free of that stagnancy. It, it'll break you free, and then it'll begin to create some, some momentum. Like, like, uh, like I was saying last week, I got mentors and pastors in my life. And so there's a thing um, called barriers to entry in the business world. And it also translates into the church, right? Or there are what you call growth barriers, like... Um, you, needed a, you need a different kind of counsel when you have 100 people in your church versus when you have 500 versus when you have 1,000, right? And, and if you don't get that counsel, you're going to get stuck. And the only other option is to die, right? The only other option is to not fulfill your potential. Wise counsel gets the ball rolling 
when you hit a when you hit a new challenge in your life. Here's the takeaway if you're taking notes. It won't come up on the screen, but here's the takeaway. First, the wise counsel, then the miracle. For, for, like I said, Christ didn't say, ooh, fish appear, go in the boat. And that's how we live, live out our faith life. We're like, God, I prayed and it didn't happen. So, well, if you're really reading the Bible, it's a, lot, it's a couple more steps in between. Here it is. First, the wise counsel, then the miracle. Are you willing to go out a little bit deeper? Are you willing to listen and dip it so we can, because you've been doing this all night. But now, as a result of the wise counsel, you got to do something different. Come help me. You know, there, there's, some, there's some momentum. You need some, if you're feeling stagnant, you need wise counsel. Number four, fourth benefit. You ready? Prosperity. Someone say prosperity. prosperity. We're going to redeem this word. This is a God word. Someone say prosperity is a God word. It's a God word. Now, I know it's been abused, but this is a God concept. God wants you to prosper. God wants you to be blessed. Um, God wants, he wants you to be blessed in your relationship, finance, spirit. He wants you to be, to be blessed. I'll tell you how God is a, is a prospering God is that when he created the world, here it is, watch me. When he created the world, he gave it all to one man. That just, that just went over everyone's head. When he created the world, he, he, gave, he gave it to one man. So, 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 we need to hear this. You got you to gotta learn to kick that poverty mentality. That blessing is not for you. That God doesn't want your cup to overflow. That God doesn't want you to, to live in margin. You got to kick it. You got to kick it. He has a lot in store for you, but it starts with wisdom. I've said this for weeks, and I think we're finally going to get this. It doesn't matter if you're black. It doesn't matter if you're Hispanic. If you're a woman, it doesn't matter if you're Asian. It doesn't matter if you don't have a dollar in your bank account right now. All you need, all you need is wisdom. And it doesn't matter where you are. You can, and you can just, in, in, in certain seasons, you can go from level one to level two to level three to level four. You, you can level up and all you need is wisdom because wisdom is not a skin color. Wisdom is a spirit. And the spirit of wisdom is available, is available to everyone. I, I love this verse right here. Y'all ready? Prosperity. Someone say prosperity. Someone say wise counsel. Here it is. Here it is. Proverbs 24 says this. Through wisdom, we have this up in our kitchen. We're going to put it back when we move home. Through wisdom, a house is built. And by understanding, it is established. By knowledge, the rooms are filled with precious and pleasant riches. Through wisdom. Through, through, through clear direction on the best way forward. My life is built. I can, be, I can be at the bottom right now, but through, through clear direction from people and from the Holy Spirit on the best way forward, I can begin to build, to build my life. Through understanding, my life can be set on firm ground. And, and by knowledge, 
the rooms, my life can be filled with precious and pleasant riches. Let, 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 me, let me ask you, who are you receiving counsel from? And if it's nobody, that's not good. Let me ask you a follow-up question. Are they prospering? The word prosper means to move forward. Are they, are they prospering? Is their marriage strong? Are they... Are they prospering in their singleness? You, you seem to fall into traps. They seem to be, man, they're strong. They're steady. They're waiting on God. That's right. Right? And, and we all fall into traps, but like they're steady. Is their business prospering? Is their faith, are they thriving? Who are you receiving wise counsel from? And I don't know about you, but I... I I want to receive counsel from people who, who sometimes whose world I don't even understand. Like, I, I know you're on a whole nother level, but like, teach me your ways. And that's what we say. Show me your ways. This is good. This is so good. There are three different types of people. I want you to write this down. The Holy Spirit just dropped this on me. There are, I'm going to tell you who they are. They're the negative ones. They're those who who bring you down. They're known to complain. They're known to gossip. They're known to be bitter. They will bring your life down. Proverbs says a companion of fools will become a fool. There are those who empower you. I'm going to jump from spectrum, then I'll give you the most dangerous ones. You know what they are. They're negative. Hopefully, you've identified them. Then there are those who empower you. Who, When you get around them, you just feel like, man, I got I to gotta level up. I got to get something from them. Then the most dangerous, those who neutralize. They're fine with where they are. And you got to ask the Holy Spirit to give you discernment as to who, who you're surrounded by. And I think the fifth benefit of wise counsel is this. Here it is. Is that wise counsel, number five, puts you on the path of God's will for your life. It, it puts you on the path of God's will. <clears throat> um. There, there's a path, there's, there, there's a weakened part of our minds. And I, I think it happened during the fall when, when Satan connived and got Eve to do what she did and Adam. There's something happened because now um, when, whenever we're born, right, the Bible says that we are all sinners. So there's an innate sinfulness about us. We come out broken and I know, I want to pass this on to you. I want to be a little bit transparent. I know that when I'm in my thoughts, in my world for too long, I know my path is veering off from God. My mind, what was that verse last week, Romans? It said, when we live by our desires, it ends up in death, dead ends. My mind, 
And I, I've come to learn, this, this is 15 years, but I, I pray this grace over you faster than me, that you begin to recognize that you're predisposed to negativity. You have the amygdala, it's in your brain, and it is magnetic to negativity. Right? 0.3 seconds, you process negative information. But we are so broken, and thank God for Jesus, that it takes us 15 seconds to process a positive thought. 0.3 milliseconds, 15 seconds. You got to learn. Here it is. You got to learn to rebuke it, reject it, and, and reveal it, share it, get some help. And I'll tell you if you know that it's wise counsel. This is important. If you follow the counsel and it worked, the Bible says that the Lord giveth blessing, but he addeth not sorrow to it. So if the counsel worked, you won't hurt after, after you've obeyed it. It won't hurt. And, and if you're humble enough, you can admit that, man, they were right. So you got to, and wise counsel will put you, here it is. I'll tell you, it's pleasing and it's good. Romans 12 2, don't copy the behavior and customs of this world, but let God transform, someone say transform, you into a new person. Here it is, by changing the way you think. For as a man or woman thinketh, so are they, Right? Then you will learn to know God's will for you, which is good, pleasing, and perfect. And, and, and God, God wants you to have support. The Lord wants you to have clarity. He wants you to have momentum and prosperity. And he wants you to be on the path of his will, which is good, Pleasing, the word there perfect means progressing. So my prayer for us is that we would we would get some counsel. That we would go and we would seek those women and those men of God who can walk with us and do life with us. That we would seek the Holy Spirit and yield our lives to Him so that we would so we would be blessed. Let's put our hands together if you were blessed by this word. <laughs> Hallelujah.